now back to riffing with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. 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 And the Huskers are up 9-4 early over Minnesota. 9-4 Minnesota down at Pinnacle Bank Arena. They've got it going on. We have Carter in the house. Carter, what's up, big dog? Not much. Carter is, folks, to the listeners, Carter is 18 years old. He is our tech tonight. I have shoes, sweaters, sweatshirts, T-shirts, socks, older than Carter. But you know what? Carter is a bad, bad man. Carter, where are you from, man? I'm from North Dakota. North Dakota. What brought you to Nebraska, man? Well, I'm majoring in sports media and broadcasting, and frankly, none of the schools in North Dakota have it, so brought me here. Brought you to Nebraska, and DP said we need some Carter in our lives. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Carter, thanks again for helping us out tonight. Carter is the man, folks, behind all the buttons that keeps us going live to all of you out there. Again, we have Jay Gates, former 1997 National Championship cornerback for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, also a current referee. We have well, my Raph is down in Arizona. Raph, what's up, baby? Just living the dream, brother. Living the dream. He's living the dream down there in AZ with warmer temperatures. And we also, do we have Tony Veal on the line right now, Carter? We do. We have, folks. Okay, this is a treat. Okay, folks, this is Super Bowl week. So, literally, we obviously, today's Wednesday. We got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have, and I, I know I am being crazy, but this is how I feel about this guy. This is one of my guys. I mean, one of my big bros, one of my best friends. Tony Velen, former Nebraska cornerback, former, in fact, not former, Hall of Frame Nebraska great, okay, Super Bowl champion with the different Broncos, Chris Rav, hold your composure, because I know you're a big Broncos guy, but nevertheless. Tony Velen, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, my man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Tony, okay, you know where I stand. You know I'm a Steelers guy, always been. But you know what? The career that you have had over the years and what you're doing now, I'm going to let Raph start out. But I'm going to say this to all the listeners out there across the state and surrounding areas. Tony Velen had the best curl in the history of curls. <laughs> when he ran the 100 meters, the curl went with the wind. I mean, there it was just an amazing thing. And he was so cut. He was like a Greek goddess when he ran. I never saw that. The soul glow. I, I mean, I, the, the Tony <laughs> Velen I know didn't have that, but if it's true, then I believe it. Jay. Soul glow. When oh, yeah, was there, baby. I had, I had to ready for the world. I had the oil stain on my pillow and everything. Yes, it, it was real. <laughs> it was real. <laughs> Tony, how you doing, big bro? I'm doing real good, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tony, it's a pleasure. It's Super Bowl week. You were a two-time national championship winner in Nebraska, also a Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl 32. And VJ, Vershawn, peeped me out to this earlier, uh, Tony, and I didn't realize this. And I'm, I'm sure you did. And we were talking about this on the radio station on the captain that goes from, if you, you listeners, if you're looking for some listeners, you definitely listen to VJ and the Captain Show from 11 to 2 at the 93.7 ticket. You mentioned that you were number 32 in Super Bowl 32. Were you cognizant of that? Uh, of course I was. And yes, I, I, and I told him that. I said, but I, 
I said this is, this is my number 32 and it's Super Bowl 32. Like, that's no coincidence. Something good is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fortunately for me, I mean, I called the fumble in the game and we won the game. So, you know, I mean, like, it, it couldn't have gone better. I'll just tell you that. It was couldn't have gone better. Raph, go ahead, brother. All right. I'm sure the um, odds right now are going to be that I'm going to ask you a Denver Broncos question. However, I'm going to go back to the Nebraska playing days. And as the years have gone by, memories fade and stuff like that. But back in, I believe, in the um, spring, fall of 92, uh, you were number one on the depth chart at quarterback. Have you ever thought if you wouldn't have injured your collarbone that year that how things might have been different at Nebraska if you would have continued playing quarterback instead of defensive back? I mean, yeah, I used to think about that back in the day, but to be honest with you, um, you know, how everything turned out was much better than I could have ever dreamed. You know, I, I never thought that, you know, I'd have a chance to go play professionally, um, you know, quarterback, option quarterback at that. You know, at that time, it was probably two black quarterbacks um, in, in the NFL. And so um, when all these injuries happened and I ended up having to switch, you know, I, I, obviously I didn't necessarily like it in, in the first and when it first happened, but at the same time, you know, I was just trying to get trying to contribute. I just wanted to be on a team. I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, be the best player that I could be. Um, never thought that I have a chance to go to the NFL. Never thought we'd be playing for three national championships and and you know winning two. And never thought I'd get drafted or go to the Super Bowl. So you know, I couldn't have dreamt up that story. So it worked out so much better. Hmm. You know what, Tony? The Rock said something in one of his documentaries. You know, Dwayne Johnson. He goes. Similar situation here, he goes, not going to the NFL. Sometimes the things that don't happen are the best things that happen. And you think about when you came in, it's you, Cluster Johnson, uh, Brooke Berenger, uh, later on, obviously, Tommy Frazier comes in a year later. And to Rav's point, you know, and think about this. You were the MVP of the Shrine Bowl here in Nebraska. Hall of Famer. I mean, there's all these accolades coming for you. And then Tony, you think about this, man. And I'll never, Tony. I'm I'm not sure if you remember this, but I will never forget this. When you got hurt in '93, and maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. And I remember coming in the training room, and you're sitting on that table with your leg up, mm-hmm. and just a look on your face. It wasn't one of dejection, obviously disappointment, but it wasn't one of defeat. Tony, I have in all the years I've known you, that which is, jeez, I'm 48 today, so basically 30 years. I've ne- yeah. I've seen you down, but never dejected. You were like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to make it through this. So you think about this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read these off for you real fast, folks. Super Bowl 32 champion, 97 different Broncos. Drafted by the Broncos in 96. University of Nebraska graduate. Member of two Nebraska national championship teams. Second team, all Big 8 AP coaches. Team captain. And a lot of people don't understand this. Tony, and correct me if I'm wrong. You were three times on the Unity Council. That's the one that sticks out to me. Am I right or wrong on that? Uh, I don't know about three times, but yeah, I was, I was definitely on the Unity, Unity Council, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By your peers. Yeah. And that's huge. Coaches, media, etc. is one thing. I'm just going to tell you you were three times, Dad Government. But nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Osborne told me. But nevertheless. <laughs> To have that type of stature is huge. 
Tony, I'm going to ask you this, because you were one of those guys that was very quiet. And Coach McBride, Vershawn had him on uh, a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned this, very quiet, but your pads did the speaking. Have you always been the type of guy that just always kind of just few words but let your actions speak louder? How did your demeanor of how you carry because because people think about defensive backs and safeties just like pesky talking trash etc. That was never your demeanor. How did that evolve for you? You know what I don't I don't know what I think honestly it started from you know when I was a kid and just you know playing in the neighborhood. Um, you know I, I grew up in a neighborhood with a ton of kids, but I grew up with some really really roguish families in me in my neighborhood, like mm-hmm. some roguish families, and it was you know it was me and, and my brother and my sister and. You know, so when I went out, went you know, uh, to play football and all that type of stuff, I, I didn't want to make a lot of noise with my mouth because I didn't you know, want to get beat up. But <laughs> at the same time, I knew that I could compete with these guys. You know, so I would just be quiet and you know, next thing you know, I've scored two touchdowns or thrown a touchdown or something like that, and that just stuck with me, man. That just stuck with me. I just love, I wanted to be one of those guys who, you know, there's plenty of people who can talk trash, but can you back it up? You know, I would mm-hmm. I'd rather back it up than doing all the talking. So that just that just stuck with me, man. And that was just kind of my mo once I got older. Raph, go ahead, brother. All right. Another Nebraska question. I mean, I'm getting edgy. I have to ask a Bronco question or two before it's said and done. But the question I have for you is, Captain, 1995 team. Is that 1995 team the best in the history of college football? <clears throat> that's, that's, that's tough, man. That's tough. I mean, <laughs> if you ask me, then yeah, but, you know, I'm competing with, or we're competing with another Nebraska team. Um, you know, people try to bring Alabama in that team. People try to try to bring, you know, Miami team in there. You know, but you know, I'm I'm preferential to me. I'm preferential to us. So um, I, I would have to say yes. So I agree with you. you. You agree, Raph, with that? Totally. You know what, Tony? You think about this man. Your journey starts in Omaha. You're a Benson Bunny. Why Nebraska? I mean, you had offers from a, a numerous, numerous other schools. I mean, and one thing I want the listeners to understand, too, you know, sometimes I think uh, athletes can be characterized and put in a box as just athletes. Tony was the epitome of a student athlete. You know, academics was huge. First of all, I don't understand how you get a 4.2 GPA. Jay. Jay, uh, did you have a 4.2 GPA? But no, I did I, mean, not. <laughs> I, I thought 4.0 was the highest you can get. And what, first of all, I wasn't sniffing that unless my neighbor was doing pretty good in the classroom that I was looking on. Tony, Jay, well, what do you well, think? Well, there's, I, there's I don't know how the math. I don't, I don't know how the math. And then there's these guys that take honors classes. So <laughs> that's what <laughs> we rate on the five-point scale, five scale. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I – you know, I, I tried to do well and 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 everything, and I was just I was just one of those guys. I mean, yeah, I was quiet, but I had I was I was competitive, and I didn't yeah. care whether it was on the field or whether it was in the classroom, whatever the case may be. I just I wanted to be successful, and and so that that just you know that's how I grew up. Um, and then Nebraska, and to believe it or not, I didn't really want to go to Nebraska when I was younger. Um, mm. I mean, I wasn't like a real big fan. I was I was hoping to go out of state somewhere. I was thinking like Stanford or Colorado or, or something like that. Um, and I came down for a, a football camp in my junior year. Um, and that was the first time that I'd ever actually competed really against, you know, other talent from out of state mm-hmm. and ended up doing, you know, really, really well. That was actually the, the camp that Coach Osborne had offered me at. And I just had a good time. 
I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the coaches. Um, and I didn't commit at that particular time, but I was, you know, really leaning towards it. And, and just over that next year, um, you know, being recruited by Coach Osborne and uh, Coach Young and, and Jack Pierce, I mean, you know, it just felt like home. And plus my family's here. You know, I get a chance for them to, to play, at a, play at a big university and my family can come in and check me out. So, um, and, and it really is one of the, <coughs> one of the best decisions uh, that I've ever made. Hmm. Jay Gates has got a question for you, TV. <laughs> Tony, I, Tony, the thing, uh, and I know we weren't close back in the day because we didn't really know each other, but the thing I do remember about you is you were quiet, but you put in the work in the weight room. Uh, and I think you still do to this day. I think you look like you could definitely step on the uh, yeah. field. <laughs> so you're probably you're still still a gym rat. Um, so I know as hard as you were working in the books, you were working in the uh, in the weight room. So my question is, I've got a 16-year-old at home. Uh, who loves football, but um, what what kind of advice do you give these young guys about working out and, and putting in the work? Because I think this generation wants to cut corners and, 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 and the easy way, but uh, I think you're one of the guys that I know that, look, you and East Stokes, I remember, just in the gym, nonstop, putting in the work. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, there's no secret. There's no secret in this. It's just what you're talking about. It's, it's just those four work. Put in the work. Like when it's when it's all said and done, you got for a lot of the kids that that we train, for even the kids, anybody that's just trying to be successful, you know, right now within uh, the sports realm, like you don't have any excuse not to be successful. Like mm-hmm. you got the facilities, you got all kinds of coaches, you got everything within your fingertips. You just have to you have to do the work. You know, nobody's going to do it for you. You can't download an app and make yourself strong or mm-hmm. fast or any of that type of stuff. You've got to get down down, down there and, and put in the work, you know, the, the grind, the sweat, the tears, you know, all that stuff you have to go through in order to get better. And so I just try to make sure that they actually understand that because they're, like you just said, they're, they're really on a shortcut. Hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Raph, go ahead, bro. Okay, let me, I, I got to tell you all this, so, this real quick. So this is this, this kind of, so have any of you guys done the one chip challenge? The what? The one chip challenge. I haven't. One chip, the that spicy, yeah. that spicy chip. Yeah, yeah, the super spicy chip. So right before I got on here, I did some dumb stuff and did the one chip challenge with my dog. <laughs> oh, oh. Let, let, let me tell you something. Yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah, that that's it wasn't a smart move. Right? <laughs> I mean, I did get a degree, but it was not a smart move. Hey, and you're right? gonna you're gonna feel it in the morning too when that chip comes out. I, I was, hey, trust me, <laughs> that's what I was getting ready to say because I, I went I had to I had to use the restroom. You know, right before getting on the thing, and now I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but something, yeah. something feel too good. Yeah. So, Tony, it's called fire. So, so what you're saying is, don't do it. <laughs> it's fire. It is definitely or fire. Saying, <laughs> or he's saying he needs a five minute break or something here. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be all right. I'm just saying, if somebody challenges you, just. Just concede. Just, just decline, you, you right? You're, you're <laughs> I saw that on TikTok or something like that, and I was like, oh, these people. And I don't know what the chips are. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even seen them, but I know that I buy the groceries. Whatever they, if my daughter or somebody says, let's do it, I'm not the one. Not doing it. No. <laughs> I'm Folks, this is 93.7 with Ribbon with Raph and AD. We have Tony Velen, two-time national championship winner, 94-95, and Super Bowl winner, 1997. With the Denver Broncos, we'll be back. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be back. And the question we have for Tony when we come back, and you can put your questions in on the Honda uh, Hotline at four two four six four five six eight five or the Sarder Heyman text line 
424-644-5685. The question we come back, the mindset of a Husker and a Super Bowl champion. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.